Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. If you're just joining us, our focus is holistic wellness and the latest in natural ways to help us all live healthier, happier, and longer. We frequently talk about the dangers of chronic inflammation to our physical health, but we also live in a time of psychological inflammation, and that is equally dangerous to our emotional health because, as we frequently hear, Words matter. Yeah, where have I heard that before? If only we could. They do, they do. If only everybody uh, understood that. But at any rate, that's another conversation. We're going to talk now about the intensity of the disagreement about what's being said today is a topic of growing concern for many Americans, to say nothing of the violence that's occurring. So to help us deal with these inflammatory times, we've asked author and psychotherapist Edie Nathan to join us today by phone from New York. Now, you may remember we spoke with Edie in September, just after September 11th, about how to deal with the emotions that that anniversary triggered. Now we're dealing with other disturbing events, including the shooting at the Pittsburgh Synagogue. Well, Edie is the author of the book, It's Grief, uh, The Dance of Self-Discovery Through Trauma and Loss. So, Edie, thanks for joining us again on Healing Quest. Oh, it's, it's good to be here. Thank you so much. In the in the uh, aftermath of the last uh, couple of weeks, it's you know once again here we are dealing with all this trauma in uh, in our country, which is it's just getting to be uh, too common, way too common. You know, a week ago we all were confronted with the synagogue massacre in Pittsburgh. How we can handle this national grief and tragedy? Do you have some suggestions for all of us? Don't be surprised if you're triggered by these incidents that are going on. Uh, and what I what I mean by trigger is yeah. maybe you're not sleeping so well, or maybe you're more agitated with your partner, and you don't exactly know why, but you're kind of you know just agitated, or uh, you're you're not eating, or you're dreaming a lot, or mm-hmm. you're just feeling a dis ease within within your body, within your soul, within your consciousness. Maybe it's even hard to to think straight. What happened at the synagogue is just one incident of many incidents. It's just that they're coming at us so quickly that we don't we don't even have time, our brains don't even have time to like kind of percolate and and, and cope with the onslaught of one emergency after another, after another, after another. So I think one of the issues is, to, to your point, Edie, is they're, they're, these, uh, coming at us uh, so frequently, uh, you know, we really don't have a chance to really process what's happened and try to let it go before we got to deal with something else. Am I feeling, am I correct in that? Yes, that's exactly right. You know, you pointed it out perfectly. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. You know, um, our nation seems to be functioning at a level of chronic inflammation. You know, I mean, case in point, the pipe bombs sent to the leaders in the Democratic Party. Now, how can we how do we ratchet that inflammation down individually and collectively? You bring up such a good point. The idea of bringing it up collectively, that we don't have to be alone in our healing, reaching out, finding other people who are like minded can often be very, very helpful. There's a book out there called The Blue Zone, and actually... It's about mm, I love that book. Age. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great book, right? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And uh, in that book, what is discussed is the importance of community in terms of healthy aging, in terms of this inflammation, and I love that. I, I love the, the phraseology, and it, it is. It's an emotional inflammation. Mm-hmm. And with emotional inflammation, what happens is we 
create emotional armor, which is actually one of the first phases of grief. And that emotional armor is numbness or it's uh, hysteria, and we can go all over the spectrum with that. So it's understanding that you don't have to do this alone. Find your groups, find your communities, whether it's religious or it's of a political nature or it's just a group of friends. Mm-hmm. If you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking with psychotherapist Edie Nathan about dealing with the inflammatory times in which we're all living. So, and Edie, you've said that grief can be an incomparable teacher. How does that work? Well, on one level, uh, you know, it brings out the the worst in us. It brings out our emotions. It brings out anger and anxiety. And then on the other hand, it is... Those very emotions are anger and anxiety and learning how to live with them, learning that they don't have to overwhelm us and that we can actually have tools to, to handle those emotions can become our greatest teachers. And it's a life learning process and it can help with Uh, this inflammation and the lowering of the inflammation. And when we learn how to self-care and take ourselves on around that self-care, and grief is often, you know, the the predecessor of that self-care, then that inflammation can lower. It doesn't mean that the inflammation completely goes away. Maybe we need a little inflammation. It's just when it becomes so overwhelming that we shut down. So, Edie, you've written a book called It's Grief, The Dance of Self-Discovery Through Trauma and Loss. So I'm assuming in that book um, our readers will find the tools, that, some of the tools, anyhow, that you mentioned about how to deal with some of this stuff. Right. How, you know, when you say self-care, let's, let's talk about what right. that really is and, and how do we take care of ourselves? So for everyone, it's different, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, one person might go to the gym and that's how they take care of themselves. Self-care comes in so many different forms. For some people, it might be journaling. For other people, it might be meditation. And these are the, the kinds of tools discussed in the book. And there are varied. And one of the greatest tools is actually going out and donating your time mm-hmm. and helping others. It can help you to actually get outside of the self. Oh, I couldn't agree more. That is, There's always somebody out there that's dealing with something that's uh, worse than you are. You know, and that's, it, that's right. And sometimes that's so right. And sometimes it's even helping a homeless person. Exactly. Especially if you can help a homeless person. I think that's that's very important. You know, now, another thing I, I'm really curious about is, you know, what are the signs that somebody is going off the rails? Like these guys that have just done these horrific acts of violence and hatred and when you see somebody who may hurt themselves or they may hurt others, what, what do you do? You know, what do you suggest? Because sometimes you'll hear after the fact, well, you know, he was a little weird and he was, you know, talking about stuff, but I just didn't think he was going to go do something like that. I didn't I mean, really take it seriously. Yeah. You know, so what is there? Are there any real signs that all of us would recognize? There are, and of course, many of us live in big cities and we've learned to go blind. We've learned mm-hmm. to put our right? Mm-hmm. We kind of put our glasses on, we look down, we don't look around. Yeah. And and I wonder how much that actually filters into our more personal lives, where we actually just stop looking, we stop feeling. And we live in a world now where 
with phones and with the way that we communicate, we're not looking at people eye to eye, face to face, body to body. And it is really an awakening. It is saying, wow, you know, my friend seems like they're not communicating as much or they're not texting as much or they've disappeared. I need to maybe be a little concerned. Let me reach out. Let me just do a, a, a short query. How are you? Are you okay? Sometimes that can actually shut down someone's sense of the aloneness mm-hmm. that can lead to going off the deep end. Yeah, I think the isolation is really, I think it's a really dangerous uh, place to be for a lot of folks. And unfortunately, there's more and more of that as people are connected to their devices. They somehow feel they're connected, but they're not really connecting to people. And and you know, we need that community, as we, you were talking about, you know, like in the Blue Zones. We do. Yeah, we certainly do. You know, when babies don't get touched, they fail to thrive. Yes. We're the same way, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't think that goes away just as you become an adult. No, no. No. Yeah. You know, the holidays are coming up, and, you know, for many of us, those are a time of joy, but for many other folks, that they're a painful reminder of the loved ones that they've lost. So I'm just thinking about tips you may have for surviving the holidays if you or somebody you know has had... It's finding that holidays really aren't that time of joy. Mm, yeah, so you're you're so right. It's so prevalent. You know, everyone around them is they're celebrating, and you want to celebrate. It's just not within you. And so I've got some actually some helpful tips for coping with grief during the holidays. And I'll give you like three of them. And if somebody right. wants to know more, they can just go onto my website. How does that sound to you? Right? That sounds great. What's your website? It's uh, ednathan.com. And my ed is spelled E-D-Y and Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N.com. It's real simple, my name. Perfect. And so I've got three, and there are actually 10 helpful hints, but for time, I'll give you three. So number one, it's not about forgetting your loved one or forgetting the pain. It's about learning how to remember more peacefully. So don't ignore what you lost. Tell a funny story about the family member who who died. Humor is really helpful in alleviating the Mm. oppressive pressure that grief presents. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two, don't ignore the emotions. Acknowledge them. If they're overwhelming, you can create a symbolic cry box where the emotions can be stored. And then when you're ready, go to the box and meet them one by one. I like that, a symbolic cry box. Yeah, the cry box. And it's actually, I talk more about that in the book. And then also react. You know, sometimes you can have ambivalence about the holidays. So react to the ambivalence by creating a plan. You know, if you're if you don't have family during the holiday, what's your plan? You know, reach out to people if you if you want and try to balance socializing with solitude. It's not all one or the other. No, it certainly isn't. The balance word, that's that's a really important thing. Easy to say, tough to do, but at least you should have it in, in your in your consciousness as a goal. That's a great picture to paint for our listeners. Well, Edie, we're out of time, but uh, once again, you've uh, left us with a lot to think about. Tell our listeners again the name of your book. Sure. It's Grief, The Dance of Self-Discovery Through Trauma and Loss. It's on Amazon, and uh, you can also find me on my website, edienathan.com. Great. Well, thanks again for joining us, and I, I'm wishing you lots of balance in your life. <laughs> Thank you, and to both of you. Thanks, Edie. We'll talk again soon, I'm sure. 
We've been talking with psychotherapist Edie Nathan about the inflammatory times in which we're living now and how to deal with that in a way that protects our emotional and our mental health. A reminder, you can learn more about her work at edynathan.com. That's E-D-Y-N-A-T-H-A-N.com. But I'm happy to report that up next we have some good news. I hope so. We have good news about an easy and effective all-natural way to keep your immune system strong. Well, good. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv, or on the iHeartRadio app. And please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 